This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Who doesn't love shopping online? Trying to find a coupon code, though, can be a total pet peeve. That's why I shop with Rakuten. It's a free tool that does all the searching for you and instantly applies your savings at checkout. Plus, you earn cash back on most purchases. Shopping in store? No problem. Just link your debit card to earn even more. You can download this on your computer or as an app on your phone. Check out our show notes for a direct link. Use our code and earn $10 cash back today. Hi, I'm Monica. And I'm the other Monica. And we are two Monicas in a microphone. Join us each week as we talk about nothing serious, seriously. We'll talk about life, differences of opinion, our favorite obsessions, and any topic we find interesting. So grab your popcorn and throw it at the movie screen like a rotten tomato. Because today we're going to talk all about bad movie endings. Just movies? Oh, yes. If we went into TV shows and books, we'd be here for, I don't know, possibly an entire season, to be honest with you. We could really go deep. I'm much more upset by book endings than I am movie endings. That's probably because you spend how many hours reading a book? (laughs) A lot. (laughs) You invest a lot of time. You do. You do. So I think that bad movie endings are just kind of funny. They don't upset me like bad book endings do, which of course we'll, we'll go to another episode on that. I do want to put out a little spoiler alert here for everybody. We are going to talk about plots. So if you haven't watched these movies, we will spoil them for you. But most of them are at least three years old, some of them 40 years old. So there's a likely chance that you've already heard of these movies, their endings, and how rotten they are. I'm excited because I know some of my movies are on this list. There are lists after list after YouTube video after YouTube video of people just straight up hating the endings of movies. So Monica, I think this is where I'm a little bit different because a lot of the movies who endings I hate, I've also read the book and I didn't like the ending in the book either. Hey, if it's a bad ending, it's a bad ending. And I do want to talk about that a little bit, whether it is a book or a movie, there tends to be a few things that people can agree with online that make an ending bad and in particular in a movie. And I'm going to go through a few of those. Yeah. So I collected these from people on the internet basically just complaining. So there's a little research to this. I went and looked at a lot of comment threads. What'd you find? So here's what I found. And you tell me if you would agree with this or not. Abrupt endings. The movie's going along. It's got Mm -hmm. a great plot. Mm -hmm. You think that you're hitting the climax you think there's going to be a resolution in blank screen. I would I would agree. That is really annoying. That's one of those things that I don't like because it is up to you as the writer, director, producer, whoever you are, to take me on this ride and get me off of the ride as well. It would be like going, <laughs> to me, it sounds like going on a roller coaster and you go tick, 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 plateau. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants that, right? Someone standing at the edge of a cliff and then blank screen. You don't know if they jumped. You don't know if they walked away. But no. isn't that, that's also a literary method to let you write the ending. Yes, um, that's different. Those are 
are okay. ambiguous endings. These are abrupt endings with no closure whatsoever. One of the- Give me an example. I'll give you an example that I found online. I have not seen this one. It looked way too intense for me. I know Zach saw it and he felt that it was a bad ending. No country for old men. Oh, I've seen that. Okay. So how did you feel about the end? Since I don't really remember the end, I probably wasn't impressed by it. From what I've read online- is um, that it was in the final five minutes. It just was awful. There's no closure. You don't know what happens to the main character's wife or to the villain or even what some of the characters are saying in the end, how they tie back to anything. That would be frustrating to me. I mean, this was a really big hit though. People oh, loved this movie. So many of the movies that people hate the endings are big hits two. I found that mm. pretty surprising. A lot of the iconic movies that we know and have heard about and talk about and people watch over and over, they don't like the endings, but there's enough good storytelling before that people are willing to put up with it. Okay. Another one that really irks me, and I actually have an example for this, is killing off main characters, especially abruptly and when we don't see it coming. I don't like the emotional attachment I have to the character. Um, and then you this take them when away. They killed, they killed Superman. It's like, I'm sorry, what? He is indestructible. Exactly. So there's something to that. What was that? A Justice League? Man of Steel. I Man of did Steel. not. Yeah, they killed off Superman. I cannot stand that. And part of the problem with killing off Superman, this comes into to many different things about why people think movie endings are bad. One, it's not just that you killed off a main character. It's two, that's not believable that Superman is going to die. He's indestructible. Right. I just, I can't. It's, I'm it's, really emotional. <laughs> I know. I, I, the killing off of main characters seems to really irk people. I've noticed in the superhero genre, the one that I, oh, to this day, my heart hurts. It's The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and he has a girlfriend played by Emma Stone. Her name is Gwen Stacy, and you fall in love with her, and he falls in love with her, and in the end of the movie, she is falling down this clock tower. It might not be a clock tower, but in my brain, it felt like a clock tower mm -hmm. for my memory of the scene that just had me reeling at the end. And he shoots down a spider web and he catches her and then it breaks and then he catches that her never, and, like catch, and catches her. And right at the very end, he's caught her crack. Her back breaks and she dies in Spider-Man's arms or his web, if you will. Now, the problem we have with that's probably the same problem we had with Superman. These are very lighthearted superhero movies and characters, and we do not expect the dark ending that they gave us. That's another part with killing off of the main characters who are bright and happy. When you think of Superman and Spider-Man, you don't have the same feelings that you do when you think of Batman. He's a much darker character. I'm Batman. <laughs> Didn't that terrible ending also send the amazing Spider-Man back into reboot mode? Because people it didn't did. like it. Yes, it was so hated that people, it wasn't just that part of it. So they tried to wrap up 
his relationship with Gwen Stacy plus two villains and try to introduce a whole new movie all at the end, which is another problem that people have is when endings feel contrived and planned for the future instead of for the sake of the movie. Superhero movies really get people worked up. They do. And I am one of those people. There's another type of ending that really gets people worked up and makes them emote negatively, Monica, and that's plot holes. I can't take them. No. Plot holes are terrible. I mean, think ahead. Look back. Know what you've written. <laughs> right? Watch watch your own movie watch before her. before you make a total ending. So Matrix Revolutions is one of these. Mukianu or canoe, as Grasa would say. The war is over. Yay! But Neo is dead. Boo. See, another one. They killed him off. I mean, why would you do that? I was so upset by that. He was the one. I felt like we were led to believe that Neo wasn't going to be sacrificed and then he was sacrificed. I felt very led on through this trilogy. No, it's terrible. How could you kill him off? But of course, no, Neo is dead. So how are they going to bring him back? But they are because hello, 2022. It's already on my calendar. There's a Matrix 4 coming out next year and it's slated to come out the same month, possibly even the same day as John Wick 4. Paul and I are arranging our entire schedule that month around these two releases. Well, I'm going to have to stop you right here because this is not a Keanu Reeves episode that is for the future. This is good content. (laughs) (laughs) I love, yes, I know you have a little thing for Keanu and don't worry, this isn't a What? No, we are not going on a tangent, y'all. We are are not allowing Monica to pull us off on this tangent. Um, But I will say, Monica, that this isn't the only time during this episode we'll be talking about your man Keanu. Okay. So just wait, just wait. It is the Keanu episode. It is not. (laughs) Okay. Another thing that really chaps my hide is when none of what you just watched was real. In particular, if it's a dream sequence, I absolutely can't stand that. I'll put up with dual personality, split Mm -hmm. personality, maybe even a psychic break, but I can not stand a dream sequence. Okay. Oh, I see Vanilla Sky. Yeah. yeah. I hated that ending. I Me too. Especially one like that where there's a story of overcoming and there's a love story. I don't know. And then they give you no hints. If they don't even give me a hint that none of it's real, I also don't appreciate that. I think that that's why some movies where the ending is a twist, you've had hints the whole time if you were paying attention. Right. Another one of these, it was never real that people had a problem with was Sucker Punch. I didn't see this movie because the reviews on the ending were so bad, even though it looked super badass. Are you familiar with it at all? No, I've never seen it. I've never even heard of it. It's about this one girl, her name's Baby Doll, getting out of this asylum. But in the end, you find out that it was all in her head and she's actually lobotomized is how it ends. Oh my God. Don't have to see that movie now. You don't have to see it. And the thing is, is that it's one of those movies where the trailer led you on, which is Mm -hmm. also, I think, part of the problem for some people with these movies is the trailer makes you believe it's one thing and then the actual movie and ending don't match up to what you are sold. People, I guess, even though it's all fiction, don't like being lied to. I would agree. Best your time and your emotions and it's all a lie. I would feel the same way if that happened in real life. It's all a lie. Well, then you're dead to me. Right. Nobody likes having a trick played on them. Have you seen the movie Stay with Ryan Gosling? No, but I love him. So I might have to watch it. It's another one where they cannot stand the ending because the entire thing is made up. It's all in his head in a dream state of unconsciousness. So I totally just ruined the movie for you. (sighs) 
But But do you enjoy watching the made up stuff? Well, that's just it. I do. I personally think if I would have watched Sucker Punch instead of listening to everybody about it, Mm -hmm. I would have enjoyed it. I would have enjoyed all of that. Yeah. So, I mean, if the content that is lying to you feels good and makes you feel good and you enjoy it, then yeah, you're going to hate the ending, but you enjoyed, you enjoyed the bulk of the movie. Exactly. And that's what I have found with a lot of these movies is that the ending, even if people hate it, it's just not enough to hate the whole movie. All right. Speaking of some things that happen in movies, like the movie Stay, part of it was that it was a love story. And that is another thing people can't stand. When you base an entire movie around a relationship and the people in the end don't get together. Oh, I hate when that happens. I think you mentioned that in one of our previous- Everyone loves a happy ending. Come on. Absolutely. Especially when it has to do with a couple and they're the center of the story. That would make it a romance. And in a romance, they get together in the end, unless you are showing us that it's a dark romance or it's a coming of age and there happens to be a romance. But this is in particular when it's a romantic movie. Have you ever seen La La Land? It's still on my list and I know what you're going to say. They don't end up together. And the entire movie, you want them to end up together. I've heard several commentaries on this already. And the people commenting say, basically, this is an unrealistic. The two people would have been happier had they ended up together, had they made different choices. Yes. Especially when it's fiction, you know? So fiction, make it happy, people. Make it happy. Especially something called La La Land. That better have a happy ending. You mentioned one back when we were talking about Behind Her Eyes in that episode. There was an ending where the boy, you thought the whole time that they were in love, but it was really just him. Oh yeah, 500 Days of Summer. Is that what it was? It was. Yeah. So what happened in that one? Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character falls in love with Zoe Deschanel's character. And for the first half, two thirds of the movie, I mean, you think they have this great romance and you're just gunning for them to live happily ever after. And then all of a sudden you realize that the whole movie has been told from his perspective. And then they switch it on you and they tell it from her perspective. And from her perspective, she was pulling away. She wasn't returning calls. She wasn't she was, wasn't making herself as available. She was really, and had been extracting herself from the relationship for a long time. And he was so in love with her, he didn't see any of the signs. Aww. And it just broke my heart for him. So it's not that I didn't like the ending, but I just wanted them to end up together. It's a good mm-hmm. movie though. I liked it. Another love movie that people seem to get upset by is a movie from the 90s called The City of Angels. Starting- oh my God, don't get me started on this one. Well, no, I'm going to start you. Do you know why Ugh. people are so upset by it? I mean... Where do I even begin? <laughs> with the an angel <laughs> falls in love with a human. The angel decides to become human, to be with his perfectly gorgeous Meg Ryan human. And then she goes on a motorcycle ride and she dies to become an angel. Meanwhile, they're playing the Sarah McLaughlin song in the arms of an angel. And I cry every time, tear streaming down my face. Kind of reminds you of the ending of Greece, which some people had a problem with for this. That thing. was on a list I looked up. And I thought, you know, you're wrong. So, <laughs> so I had not watched the city of angels, but I read that and I thought, Oh my goodness, that's the worst. You hate it when you do it's when you don't get that resolve that you need mm-hmm. for those two characters. And especially when you've been gunning for them the entire time, like you said, everybody wants a happy ending. We do. I think it's human. I think it's human nature because life, real life doesn't have a happy ending. Yeah. So uh, this is fiction. So let's make it happen. People. 
So we've talked about people being in love and then not getting together in the end. We've talked about the fact that uh, people do not like it whenever it's a dream sequence or none of it was real. Plot holes will mess anything up, killing off main characters, abrupt endings. And then there is a final- Lovers who don't, don't end up together. Yeah, lovers who don't end up together. Bad ambiguity at the end of a movie. Now, good ambiguity, I love. Bad ambiguity, I don't. Some people can't stand cliffhangers. And then there's another one that's basically the ending is too far-fetched. You do suspend reality whenever you're watching any movie, but when they go beyond even the reality of their own plot and theme, people get a little upset. One of the biggest movies I saw about that was Lucy. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. I loved Lucy and had zero problem with it. So Me too. I had no problem with it. I mean, in the end, when she basically turns into a computer, I was like, wow, I didn't see that coming, but I didn't hate it. Yeah, I think some of these movie endings people hate because they are the endings are too cerebral. I don't particularly feel like this is a too far-fetched ending, but a lot of people online painted it that way. It seemed to me to evolve up to that level very easily. I mean, yes, 100% of her brain capacity becomes one with the world. She disappears into thin air and then mm-hmm. gifts Morgan Freeman a flash drive that has all the secrets of the universe. I mean, the whole movie is kind of outrageous. So exactly. Like, why, why are people complaining <laughs> about this kind of ending? Oh, no. I'm going to be honest with you. Why I think people don't like the ending of Lucy is because Scarlet Johansson disappears and I think that people probably wanted her to become a mutant or an extra superhero type of person. And I could see that. They wanted her to be tangible and still there and able to kick ass. This is a cool movie. I liked it a lot. Have you seen the remake? 2005. So it's been a minute. But the remake of War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise. I I never did. I don't know why. I don't know. I was single and I preferred romantic comedies and dramas. Yes. So I was not single in 2005. Um, I had actually just had Brady and Zach and I would go to the movies a lot as something to do to get out of the house. And I know that I saw War of the Worlds. Now, I don't really remember. Again, it's been like 16 years. I remember enjoying it. good math. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. I learned that in um, first grade, everyone. So I don't remember a lot about it. I don't remember hating it. I just remember thinking, oh yeah, this is a big action flick with Tom Cruise. And at that time, I really still enjoyed Tom Cruise's movies a lot. So I liked it. But people don't like it because at the end, it's a little ridiculous ridiculous if you think about it. He just escapes and reunites with his family. There's no destruction caused to his neighborhood and most of Boston is safe and together and a lot of people talk about how his son escaped and he was still wearing clothes that weren't even dirty. And I think a lot of that would go to maybe not so much the storyline but when you're piecing the film together and this is why I think films can be different than books with bad endings is that somebody should have caught that it needed to 
be more realistic looking. The destruction needed to be more obvious. So I don't know if this is one you could even blame on the writers per se. Uh, you know, it's a it's a big action movie. It's all so unrealistic. So why would you expect a realistic ending? I don't know. I don't know either other than the fact that I think people like to complain online a lot and therefore we get all these lists with people complaining about stuff and nitpicking things that they generally wouldn't obsess over. Honestly, I think it has a lot to do with that because most of the movies that get picked on are from the era of the internet. I didn't find that there were a whole lot going back to the 90s or the 40s or anything like that. I saw none from the 80s and you know there were probably some horrible ones. Do you think it's because we didn't have the internet? Do that's what I really do. Because it wasn't as easy to get your voice out there and to be to say as soon as you saw um coming to america it was just on tv i you know eddie murphy he's hilarious yes to just say i just saw this movie and i hated the ending and here's why i mean everyone has a voice now with the internet and i think it's awesome but it also makes things very complicated yes for producers directors (laughs) yes screenwriters all of it yeah i mean i couldn't imagine trying to put something together like that and then having it's almost like you have the movie theater gets to start yelling at you what you did wrong right away. Whereas before the internet, a lot of that wouldn't have been caught and it would only been discussed intimately when you had dinner afterward. Right, right. And then your circle of five friends that you went to the movie with and had dinner with, they all know how much you hated the ending or you, you know, it's a point of conversation. Maybe you all hated it. But now we can have conversations with people that live in five different time zones at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So I just really think the internet has amped up this particular gripe session about movies. Gripe session about everything really, but that's (laughs) that's too serious. That's too serious. serious. (laughs) The last thing that I really was able to pinpoint, and this goes a little bit back to things not being real, but not exactly. The main character having amnesia. So did you see the movie 23 with Jim Carrey? A lot of times it has the, the movie poster has a picture of him with scratches on his face is very deep and dark. Oh, okay. Well, basically he becomes obsessed with the novel that he thinks is written about himself and there's a lot of similarities in it and this literary alter ego like starts to rise and but I guess at the end you find out he's the one who wrote the book oh well no wonder there are so many similarities (laughs) right I mean dude are you so disconnected from reality (laughs) so a lot of people it's one of those that people debate back and forth whether or not the ending was bad but it came up a lot I mean after going through these with you uh, I would say that I agree there's no kind of bad ending that we didn't detail out that I don't agree with I just I'm going to interject here because I have one and it's based on the fact that a lot of the movies that I watch I also read the books for okay the book club that I belong to it's a book movie club you read the book watch the movie if you don't have time to read the book you just watch the movie so we get into a lot of the differences between a book and a movie and I found one online that I've seen the movie but I haven't read the book it's Murder on the Orient Express the new one by Kenneth Branagh newish loved the movie I mean you never read the Agatha no so here's the thing I haven't read the Agatha Christie 
Christie for the Murder on the Orient Express. Mm -hmm. But for book club, I did pick a different Agatha Christie book. And there was a a mini series associated with it. So I'm going to tell you about that one and how it relates to Murder on the Orient Express. I read the Agatha Christie book. It was okay, right? I watched this mini series. It was a totally different story. Yes, that's obnoxious. The person who who murdered Mm -hmm. was different. The person, like all the relationships were different. Mm -hmm. They should have just called it a different name it wasn't it wasn't the book well what they did absolutely I do not like it when they do drove me crazy books or remakes the movies where they don't follow at least part of the original plot and when they change all the characters all they're really doing is stealing the franchise name and again tricking you into watching something. No, I mean, yeah, it was just, I was so disappointed because I was really gung-ho on picking an Agatha Christie book. And I should have just gone with Murder on the Orient Express, but since I'd seen the movie, I figured I already knew it all and I wanted something new. But here's the thing, in Kenneth Branagh's adaptation, he changes the ending. Yep. I used to love Poirot, used to love Poirot, watched it with my grandmother, watched it with my dad. And he is a very unassuming, humble character. So in the book, after he solves the, the mystery. He just walks away and goes on to his next case because that's Poirot. That's his character. Kenneth Branagh really wanted to make the ending a little more realistic. So he holds court and, you know, points out all of the things that the people have done and then uncovers the whodunit. And people just didn't like that because it wasn't the ending of the book. And I would, I would kind of agree, but it's a movie. So you have to make it a little more dramatic. That is uh, one of the pet peeves of movie endings that I saw in these lists. A lot of times it came down to if it was a book and how much it matched the ending of the book would make or break if somebody liked the ending of the movie. I wouldn't mess with the ending of a book because the book is the story. You can mess with a few other elements inside, but I don't get when they do that. I understand that things can't be the same. Translating things into real live action moving parts is very different. Changing up endings Again, I don't like it. I don't like being tricked. I would say in summation, people do not like being tricked is the main reason why we so get upset by endings. If I if I had read the book and then seen the movie, I'd probably be upset. But as a whole, just seeing Murder on the Orient Express, I was fine with the ending. I thought it was a great ending. Exactly, because you weren't tricked. And so I think that that's the, the big overarching theme here. If we do look at all these different reasons is that we're tricked at some point in time and we're tricked in for the sake of tricking. We have talked a lot about what makes people upset when it comes to movie endings. Don't forget to hop on over to our Instagram at Two Monica's Podcast and tell us what you can't stand in an ending or even just tell us what movie you couldn't stand because of its ending. We'd love to hear from you. Monica, as I went through these lists, there is a movie that I completely disagree with being on any of these lists. I'm not sure if you've seen it yet. It's a very good movie. We just recently watched it with Brady. I think it came out a couple years before he was even born. Um, That movie is The Village. Have you seen that? No. Oh, I almost don't want to tell you why people don't like its oh, ending no. then. No, oh, it's no. so good. I'm not, I can't y'all. She hasn't seen it and I think everyone should see it. Okay, it's, I can watch it this weekend. Watch it this weekend. Okay, so because Monica hasn't seen it, I'm not going to ruin it for everybody, but I would just say that it's one of those things where people don't like to think too much and they want to get lost in the fantasy and when you find out what the reality 
is, you do feel tricked. I mean, it is by M. Night Shyamalan. That's kind of his gig. I mean, I I just remember watching The Sixth Sense and I was like, this guy is fantastic. It's very good. It has, it's got a lot of good actors and actresses. So I'm not going to ruin this one for Monica because I think she's going to enjoy watching it. So I will say that. Thanks. Yeah, because I think it's that good. And I don't agree with it being on any of the lists for bad endings, but I am really anxious to see what you think. Uh, There are a couple other movies. I'm going to go back to what you talked about earlier with the books and movies. So I've got two I would like for us to, to discuss because they came up in internet searches as well. The first one being one of your favorite movies is the Twilight Trilogy ending. And I'm not talking about happily ever after. I'm talking about the fight scene at the end. A lot of people discussed that. All right. You're talking about the Breaking Dawn fight scene. Correct. Oh, you know, I read all the book, watched all the movies. I didn't, I didn't hate that part. I was relieved. I was relieved that that's not how it was going to end. Yeah, by the time that came out, I had already binged all the books. I mean, to the point where I couldn't get them secondhand and I had to wait till they came out. Well, yeah, I had so the entire trilogy in hardcover. I gave mine away. I still can't so, believe this. I think we've talked I about know. this. Sorry, everyone. We're going to bring up Monica giving away her Twilight trilogy books at least it's seven more times. Terrible roommate. <laughs> like you have to purge. Oh, well, we'll That's be sharing hint. that in living with other people. Um, so yes, I had already, I had read everything and I knew that it wasn't the way it ended, but I was still relieved. And it was a fantastic fight. I mean, who could argue with that? It was awesome. You've got the werewolves, you've got the vampires, you've got people making alliances with feces they would never consider. Okay, before. but isn't the whole thing not real? The fight is not real. Isn't it some sort of vision? It is. It's a vision that Alice or Alice. It's a vision that Alice has. Okay. It's a vision of a possible future. Okay. Right. So she can only see the nearby future. She can't see the exact future. Mm -hmm. So based on decisions that people make, the future changes. Okay. And that's what you're watching, but you don't know it until after. Then you're relieved. I think that this is one of those maybe opposite endings in books that people actually appreciated. Now I have not seen the movies and I won't see them, but I feel like I've seen so many clips now that it's going to be as if I watch the movie as we discuss this in the different episodes as it comes up. I was really pumped in the book about a fight scene and then I didn't get one right and I we could do a whole entire episode on my thoughts on the Twilight trilogy in general but I definitely could not stand that part of the ending and what I read online (laughs) is a lot of people really enjoyed that you finally got to see the battle that you wanted to see the entire time that was being built up to a climax and then not brought to you in the book and so I feel like this while it's not the worst ending I feel like it needed a little comment here because it's kind of the opposite Mm-hmm. It's where people got an ending that they wanted, but it still stayed true to the book. I will give props to the writer, director, producer, whoever came up with that. I would agree. I, I thought it all fit. Another trilogy that's iconic in the book to movie. We're not talking about Harry Potter, everybody. First, okay. I've never read that. Okay, so we will never talk about Harry Potter, mainly because we've never read it. So anyone who likes it, 
it's nothing against you. We just have no experience with it. So, but I'm talking about the Hunger Games. I read that book and I loved it. Did not like the ending. I know the ending in the movies is the same. There's two things I didn't like about the ending. Did you like the ending at all? You know, I remember being unimpressed by the ending, but I had no, no strong feelings either way. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It was the ending. That's it. And I read all those books. I think that the endings, I I think that the ending, and I'm talking about the trilogy, how the whole entire series would end, not each individual book. Uh, There were two problems I had. One is that Katniss, the reason that she volunteered to be tribute was to save her sister. And that's how the whole book started. But we get to the end and her sister dies in very anticlimactic way. And so for me, the whole reason you start reading the book and falling in love with Katniss is because she saved her sister and in the end her sister still dies so to me that was almost a waste of I don't know if waste is the right word but emotion that emotional trip was a little crap sorry so that's one part I really couldn't stand about the end and then there's another one the irony of Katniss overcoming saving her sister by volunteering overcoming everything through game after game after game only then to have the reason this whole thing started in the first place be for naught because her sister does die. Yes, I did not like that. It made me very emotional. Yes, me too. The other thing I didn't like is that the former tributes get together and they vote that they're going to make the capital children go through a Hunger Games. So to me, you took me through three books and nobody learned that this was wrong. They wanted to punish the other. They wanted punishment. They wanted vengeance. Mm -hmm. And that showed me that nobody grew. And that was a problem for me. Nobody grew to see that. They said, oh, well, if we just do this, if we just make them give up their children, then we'll be even. I Then at that point, why? Right. I, I mean, that was a big problem for me. And I get if the author, she made an artistic choice maybe to show that people don't grow. But again, for me, I went through a whole lot of books. <laughs> I want to see some growth. I want to see that people change. And in the end, no, they were just they bent didn't. on revenge. They were. And I didn't feel like it was a, when you read the book, it feels like a book of overcoming mm-hmm. and a book of survival. And then at the end, you slap me in the face with it's a book of revenge. It was very, I didn't like that. I could almost take Prim passing away more than I could take that particular vote at the end. Overall, the Hunger Games is incredible. And if you haven't seen it, and even if we spoiled some of it for you, you'll enjoy all of it, whether you read it or watch it. So those are two big actual blockbuster movies that we just talked about, even though they were books to movies. There's one big blockbuster movie I have got to bring up when we are talking about people complaining about movie endings. And that is Titanic. I have an entire bullet point list on here. If we wanted to dive in to the movie Titanic, we could do an entire episode on just people griping about it. So I thought we would have a little fun just taking a segment since it has to do with the episode. Have you ever seen Titanic? Yes, I have seen Titanic. I saw it with my boyfriend in high school. Look, I don't know why I didn't see Titanic other than I saw trailer for it and I thought, I don't know what to tell you. I do remember being in the Sigma Chi. Have you ever seen it? I've never. Um, I do. 
I do remember being in the Sigma Chi house and passing through one of their rooms and they had it on and I sat there for about 10 minutes and, and watched a scene, but that is it. I don't really know a lot about it other than what other people have said about it. And a lot of people gripe about it. And so I'm glad I didn't watch it. I'm pretty sure adult Monica can gripe about Titanic now. At the time, I thought it was romantic. I thought it was unrealistic the way it ended. I mean, this massive necklace that is so special and precious <laughs> survives and then is just dropped into the ocean. Right. Who does Not that? Not to mention, I mean, you've got social class wars and the and the socialite ends up with a commoner and he puts her first and then she lets him down by dropping his hand. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. The- <laughs> There's a lot to hate about the entire movie and in particular the ending from what I've read. And the biggest debate comes down to the door. Was there enough room on the door for both Jack and Rose? Then now you're getting into science. There may have been enough room, but could the buoyancy of the door have held up both their weight? Yes. I would say no. Yes, Mythbusters did an episode. I'm telling you, this has been debated like you can't imagine it makes me laugh I can't even handle how much people talk about Titanic and by I can't handle I mean it's like you with Paul stirring I think it's freaking (laughs) hilarious so I'd like to share with you this picture Monica just to show you the links that people we will put this one in the show notes the links that people will go to to show there's enough room on the raft. Is that what I'm looking at? Yes, these people have oh taped <laughs> They have taped out on a gym floor the exact dimensions of this boat and they're showing one, two, three, four, five different ways that they both could have fit on the raft. Fitting and floating, two different things. Yeah, I like the one of them playing cards. I'm like, y'all, that <laughs> one, that one wasn't happening. But there are, um, oh, excuse me, there's not five. There's four different ways. And then, of course, them reenacting Jack just being over there in the in the cold, dying. Um, I don't know. I personally think if they were both on the raft, it would have tipped over eventually. So. But it's funny because James Cameron had this to say about it in a Vanity Fair interview. He says, and when I say the word that, he's talking about Jack dying on the door. Whether it was that or whether a smokestack fell on him, he was going down. It's called art. Things happen for artistic reasons, not for physics reasons. (laughs) That's pretty priceless. I definitely had to include Titanic in here, even though it's something I've never seen. Monica, I did notice... I did notice that you don't have a a movie on here, also a book, two, two actually, that I I hated the ending. Oh, what are those? The ending. So Girl on the Train, it was a snooze fest. I mean, the book itself was kind of a snooze fest. And then the movie, so much of the movie is the girl going back and forth on the train. And then you have this whole weird love triangle and obsession. It was horrible. I just didn't like the ending. I didn't like the movie. I didn't like the book. How did it end? Tell me because I'm never going to do either. And I need you to spoil this for me because I need my curiosity to be squelched. It ends by having the protagonist realize that she was being played by her husband the entire time. Oh, one of those. He was doing things to make her think that she was an alcoholic and 
and crazy. Oh, so he's and gaslighting her? He was totally gaslighting her the whole time. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then you feel like you were a little gaslit. Definitely. As- and then the other one is Gone Girl. Oh, don't even get me started on that book. I have not seen the movie because I disliked the book so much. It was contrived at the end and I don't like a contrived ending. I don't mind that you tricked me with the unreliable narrator. Fine. She's lying to us the whole time. But like at the mm-hmm. end with like the artificial insemination and her being with this guy that had liked her in high school that she didn't really have any contact with and somehow and then murdering him but then nobody I don't know investigates his murder it's very weird I'm like sorry plot holes the movie was very true to the book and I don't know why in the book the ending didn't annoy me as much but when I watched the movie I was just like oh my god are you hitting me all over again but I'd already read the book I knew the ending and I was still I was still shocked and I was furious I was furious that she won her winning was a huge problem for me too because she's so gross yeah I guess sometimes the bad guys win but the bad guys aren't usually the ones telling you the story and gaslighting you for 85% of the book and Mm -hmm. I think again even though there was no real happy ending to be had there there was no just desserts either um this was a fun this was a fun this was I I had a lot of fun researching it I love seeing people complain on the internet about things that don't actually matter it is a little fun now did I miss any movies that you can't stand the ending to no I just threw in those last couple well I bet if we looked up every movie we could find at least one person who hated the ending did (laughs) you know honestly the movie it's a wonderful life as you know very popular very iconic but did you know and I love this movie so much that yes I've watched documentaries on it did you know that people didn't like the ending now not the ending where everything's happy and wonderful because it's a wonderful life but old man potter and this goes back to gone girl does not get punished and they actually wrote the studio asking for them to come out with some sort of statement where they punish old man potter for all of his bad deeds in that movie people want justice they people do want an ending that ties together when you i know think someone you ch- has done something wrong yes you want them to be punished it's fiction it's not reality in reality we know that sometimes the bad guy wins yeah exactly i think you so nailed it was saying it's about justice so I thought that was really whenever I had watched that documentary and I'm talking probably 10 years ago when I watched that that really struck me that how passionate people got so the difference is they didn't have the internet back then like we do so that's a very little known fact I do love that they they actually wrote the studio and they wanted change they felt so strongly about it that they used snail mail they put a lot of effort into using penmanship yes this has been a lot of fun Monica, I really, really love seeing people gripe about stuff. Now, before we go, did I miss any movies that you can't stand the ending to? I think we covered them all. Great. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because um, I'm sure I'll think of another one before we end. If you think of another one, just like our friends, just hop onto our Instagram and comment on our post and then we can see what it is. That's a great idea. People get very passionate about bad movie endings. 
Thanks so much for letting us be part of your day, whether that's folding socks, driving to work, or getting in your cardio. We're happy to provide you with some entertainment about nothing serious, seriously. For extended show notes, please head over to our website, twomonicaspodcast.com. That's with the number two. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Two Monica's Podcast and find us on Pinterest at Two Monica's Podcast. If you'd like to connect with us directly, email us at Two Monica's Podcast at gmail.com. Awesome. That was fun.